everybody to another episode of Adopt Don't Shop USA. I'm your host, Karen Kalunian with Animal Talk. We are based out of Rhode Island and we work with rescues all over the United States and we talk about animals and we try to save animals for companion animals with dogs and cats and all types of animals that you might want to uh, adopt. We try to help them. We work with rescues to try to transport animals to different areas of the United States so they can find happy and loving homes. We're so excited to be here on All About Animals Radio. We appreciate this opportunity to tell folks about animals that are available for adoption for companion animals in your home. And there are so many out there and so many in need. Also, if you can adopt, we'll also talk about the opportunity to foster. So fostering helps save lives. You can't imagine how many pleas are out there all the time asking for people to open up their hearts and their homes to help these precious animals in need. So if you ever feel like you want to just help out for a short time and you're able to foster, if you have some time off of work in your home and you thought about maybe trying to help an animal in need, we can help you do that as well. Because again, this show is going to be going from coast to coast, from Rhode Island to California and all around and maybe even farther beyond. So we want to help as many animals in need as we can. Today, we're going to be talking to a rescue out of Pelham, New Hampshire. And I'm going to be talking to Kelly Hudak, who is the adoption coordinator and the administrator for out-of-state dogs, which those two jobs together are almost impossible to do. She's also on the board of directors and she's with Animal Rescue Network New England. So she also does a lot of work uh, bringing up dogs from the South to try to help reduce the load. It seems like people always ask, you know, how come there's so many animals in the South that are in need? And, you know, we just think that because there's maybe a bigger population and um, perhaps maybe the spaying and neutering isn't being done as much in different parts of the country that there's an influx of you know, moms and puppies that need help. So there's a lot to the process of what we do in animal rescue. And I wanted to bring Kelly on because Kelly and I actually uh, recently met trying to work together because rescuing animals takes a team effort and a lot of coordination. So much goes on behind the scenes that I thought um, I'd bring Kelly on, not only to talk about some of the animals that she has up for adoption, but also the process of animal rescue so that folks who may not know what goes on behind the scenes, sort of get a gist of what we actually do. So Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today here on Adopt Don't Shop USA. We appreciate you taking the time. And you know, just to let folks know a little bit about yourself and your rescue, I'm gonna let you take it from here. Uh, yes, my name is Kelly Kudak. I'm with Arnie, Animal Rescue Network of New England. Um, I've been with Arnie for about six years now. Um, Arnie's actually been around for 20 years and um, I kind of got into rescue because I have two, uh, two girls, Harlow and Luna, that actually um, I rescued or saved from a backyard breeder in Florida. So that started the whole process for me to get into rescue. Looking back at the work that how um, Arnie started is 
I know that the president and founder, Donna Clark, uh, rescued some dogs from a dog fighting ring, which I'm not going to get into the whole story about that, but I will say that those five dogs were truly an inspiration for all of you and her back in the day for getting this rescue started. I understand there were five dogs that you were able to rescue and save out of 42 dogs, so that's just amazing. And I'm sure that they've all moved on to wonderful, loving homes since then. And tell us a little bit about maybe some of the dogs that you have available for adoption now and maybe one that you most recently saved that, you know, had some medical or behavioral issues. I know you work a lot on that as well. Yeah, so um, we do. Yeah, so one of them that is very near and dear to my heart is Gingerbread. Um, We pulled her from Miami-Dade Animal Shelter um, probably about six months ago now. She's, uh, she was, she's seven years old. She came in as a stray and she had had multiple litters. Um, so the mama dogs are something that's very passionate for me. Um, and so we ended up bringing her up here on transport and, um, she got adopted to a wonderful, wonderful family. And so, um, you say you brought her up here from down South, obviously. And I know a a lot of what happens for us because we have this intertwined network of rescues and people who are always trying to work with each other, you know, we'll probably get an alert of a dog. So this dog came out of Miami, did you say? Yeah. Miami date, um, animal shelter. So you might've gotten an alert or somebody might've told you that this dog was down there in need. And then from your perspective, just walk people through that process of how you were able to save gingerbread. Yeah. So I actually know a few um, volunteers down at Miami Dade and um, I also network myself um, on my own personal page. So I've gotten to know a lot of networkers and I follow, um, a few people and her video actually just popped up. So I reached out to Miami Dade and we actually, you have to go through a whole process in order to pull from shelters. So you have to send in all your documentation, you know, a lot of, a lot of paperwork, and then they either approve you or they do not approve you. So um, that whole aspect um, I put in for, to pull her. And um, I, one of the volunteers actually, um, transported her to a boarding facility for a couple of uh, a couple of weeks because we had to get her health certificate, her CVI in place, and then bring her up on transport, which takes a couple of days to get to get them up here. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then once you get her here, I'm sure that you do some sort of an evaluation because you want to make sure that after she's healthy and ready, that she goes to the perfect type of home for whatever her needs are. I mean, sometimes, you know, she's, sounds like gingerbread was a little bit older, so seven years old. And, and we don't really know a lot of her history other than what you find when you get the dog here. So tell us what your process is and sort of how you navigate where her home is going to you know, be, and if it's with children or, you know, older folks. Right. So when they first come up here, they do have to um, quarantine for 48 hours at a, um, at a um, facility. And then we actually, you know, find fosters that, um, well, we have fosters in place for them. And 
we put them into a foster to, we want to evaluate them and see how they are with children, other dogs, anything of that nature. And then we put them up, um, on pet finder to be adopted, to be adopted out. Um, but we always like to put them into foster homes. We, we do not like to just adopt out because we want to find out, you know, if there are any behavioral or medical issues that we need to address or put them in the appropriate, you know, forever homes. Mm -hmm. And so gingerbread has found a home, which is great news. And we're so excited for her. Who do you have available right now that the listening audience, in case they're interested, maybe you can tell us a little bit about one or two of your adoptable dogs that you have available right now. Sure. So I have Duke. He's a hound mix. He's about two years old. He came up from Georgia and he's been with us for about five months now. Um, he's, he's like a coon beagle hound. Mix. Mm-hmm. How old and is he? He is two years old and 50. Oh, so he's young. He is young. He is, is he young. Active. I know that hounds like to be active. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's very active. He likes to go on walks. He also likes to cuddle, but he um, he's he's more of a higher energy type of dog. So, mm-hmm. you know, he um, would do best in a home with children, I would say over 10 years old. He's a little jumpy. So mm-hmm. that's why, you know, older kids, so they won't older. get knocked over. <laughs> Correct. Yes, definitely. Right. And if, if folks are interested in seeing a photograph of Duke, or I know you say you use pet finder, but you also have social media. So, and if they wanted obviously to reach out to you again, we're speaking to Kelly and Kelly is with Arnie, which is animal rescue network, new England in Pelham, New Hampshire. And I'm going to have her give you some information. Perhaps you're looking for a fun loving hound like Duke, who's two years old. Um, maybe you can tell folks how they can reach out to you, Kelly? Sure. They can actually go on our our Facebook page, which which is at Arnie Pets, or we have an Instagram page, Arnie underscore dog underscore rescue. And then also you are listed on Pet Finder and on Pet Finder. I assume that it's just the full name, Animal Rescue Network, New England. Correct. Animal Rescue Network of New England. Of New England. Okay. So just so folks, in case they want to go and check out some photos of Duke. And also, if you are so inclined to go on Instagram or Facebook, you can check out Animal Talk. And I will also post a photo of Duke. And I will also have a link there for you to connect with Arnie in case you want to check out is Duke like tan and white? Does he have spots? Tell us a little bit about his look. Yeah. So he has like the, um, like the longer ears and he's white and he has like the brownish spots on him. He is adorable. He's a cutie. He's a cutie. Well, hounds are just (laughs) really incredible companion animals. I'll tell you, we have, um, some hounds, puppies actually here in Rhode Island that we're just, uh, I'll be networking those soon as well. And they are just incredible animals. They're very smart, obviously. And, uh, they, you know, they're a lot of fun and they're quirky, but they're, they're fun, quirky. And the, of course the ears are always the best on the hounds, the long velvety mm-hmm. ears. They're so sweet. And who else do you have available currently? So we have Buddy. I'm actually fostering Buddy. I've had him, I've been fostering, 
fostering him for about a year now. He is nine years old, 60 pounds, a German Shepherd Husky mix. German Shepherd. And he is definitely, he's high energy, even for a nine-year-old. He's pretty high energy, likes to go on two to three walks a day. Um, And he does have a bit of a prey drive. So um, he likes to go after like the little bunnies and chipmunks and things of that nature. Some, you know, a lot of dogs have the small prey drive and, you know, I think sometimes it's fun for them to <laughs> chase things around the yard. Now, does, does Buddy have the German Shepherd colors or does he have the Husky colors? Does he have like the fluffy coat? Yeah, so he has a longer coat. He has, um, he's, he's almost, he's a reddish brown color uh, with green eyes. He's a very yeah. handsome boy. Yeah, that's a combination right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. He sounds amazing. And what is, are you working on any other rescues currently? Because I know folks are always uh, in search of different types and different breeds of dogs. I know that you do a lot of work with um, pit bulls, which is also amazing and so appreciated because it seems like there's always so many of those in need. Yes, we have two coming up from Bark Houston next weekend and one is like a lab pity mix she is about a year old and then we have ruby she's a year old and she's a she's a staffy chihuahua mix maybe she's got really tall ears she's adorable she's all <laughs> now that's no i thought the shepherd husky <laughs> yeah. was a combination <laughs> a, a staffy chihuahua Hi. she is she's cute she she has the ear yeah so she is coming up next week and she's about 35 pounds Oh, that's, that just, she sounds adorable. So we'll, we'll make sure that we get some photos posted of all of these animals. Again, you can always reach out to me, Karen. I'm your host on Adopt Don't Shop USA for any of the dogs that we talk about here on the show or any of the companion animals that we'll be talking about in the future, just because there's so many people. I know that the process of adoption sometimes is is difficult to navigate because I mentioned in our first opening show last week that people will go on to Pet Finder. And I'm sure you've found this, Kelly, over the years as well. And people will say, I'm interested in such and such a dog. And the rescue might say to them, well, that dog isn't even here. It's not a local dog. It hasn't come here yet. And then I say to folks, I always encourage people to meet the animal before they just adopt sight unseen, because it's very difficult to see if there's going to be that connection or you know, the right fit for folks. So with Pet Finder, it's a great resource, but I also say, please, and Kelly, I'm sure you've had this happen before where maybe the dog was in transit and wasn't there yet, but I'm sure you encourage folks to meet an animal before they adopt as well. Most definitely. We always set up a meet and greet. Um, we have the, the people, we have like the family the whole family come. We have, if they have a dog, we have the dog come as well. We'll meet the family first. And then Mm -hmm. if that seems like, you know, it's a good fit, then we introduce the dogs together. Or, you know, if it's a cat, we usually go to the home for something like that. We don't, you know, bring a cat to a meet and greet. (laughs) we We never meet at the, at the person's home. We always meet at a neutral 
neutral area. Well, that's great. And it's it's very important to make sure that when you are taking home a new companion animal, that it's going to fit into your, your current lifestyle. Like you said, if they have another dog or another cat or some other animal in the home, we want to make sure that everyone's going to feel comfortable. And sure, there is obviously going to be a period of adjustment. But like most things, if you feel sort of in the beginning, you get that gut feeling like this, we can make this work. And I'm sure if issues arise, you folks at Arnie are there to help um, with any, you know, questions or concerns that your adopters might have. Yeah, most definitely. And that's another thing is that we always like to, we always do a house check. We always check references. We always check vet references. And we also, like I said, prior, we like to do foster to adopt because once a, once an animal gets um, settled into the new environment, you know, there are things that might come up, some type of behavioral issues that we would have to address or, you know, just help the, the help the fosters, um, you know, with any type of issues that come up. Sure. Na- navigating the whole process. It's always great to mm-hmm. deal with a reputable rescue that's there to help you. And I think sometimes people don't understand. I try to, I try to liken it to uh, us as human beings. When you, I say to folks, um, a lot of times when I'm talking to somebody about adopting an animal, I'll say to them, look, you know, it's like me taking you out of the environment that you've been used to living for your entire life and saying you're no longer going back there. I get emotional when I say this because it's almost so hard to comprehend. I'm going to take you out of that environment that you've always lived in. I'm going to bring you somewhere completely different with all new people, knowing that you know, different smells, different food, different location. And then someone else is going to come take you to a new place with new food and new new people and new environment and new smells and then you're just going to stay there and hopefully it all works out and you're happy in your new home but you're never going to go back to the life that you knew before so just try to put that in your mind and think about that and navigate that and say how difficult would that be but i find that animals who are loved and cared for are so resilient it's truly an amazing thing i can't explain it in any other way that we can all understand it because so many animals you know they for whatever reason if someone can't keep it due to health or they're moving or for whatever sometimes people just have to surrender an animal because they just you know had a new baby there's just so many reasons why animals end up in shelters and it's got to be so difficult for them to comprehend sometimes I wonder and I'm sure you see that Kelly we do we do see that and that's why I always tell the fosters or adopters that you know they these animals need to decompress. Everything needs to go very slow with them. You know, let them have their own room, let them relax, let them just, you know, learn the environment that they're, you know, being put in, into. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very important that, you know, you don't rush dog intros in in a house and, Mm -hmm. you know, then you can have some resource guarding because they're like, oh, this is my person that does everything for me. And that can take on a whole other Right. Right. You have to address. I I think the key word, what you said there was decompress and just give them their time and space to figure it out and give them lots of love and, 
you know, go slow, slow and steady always wins the race with, with a new, with a new furry friend and just giving them the love and, you know, the warmth and comfort of a new home. It's really, it's really an amazing process when you see it from beginning to end, like you do, where you see the photo of a dog that, or a cat or whatever companion animal it is that needs a new home and you start from beginning to end. You rescue the animal, you get the animal into your care, you give it whatever medical attention it needs or behavioral resources that you can, you know, give. And then you, then you start to network the animal for adoption or foster care. And then you see the animal end up in a happy home. It's just that whole process sometimes can take such a long time. Like you said, you have, you know, you have a dog that you've had in your own home in foster care for almost a year. So Mm -hmm. sometimes people don't, I mean, for Buddy, he probably thinks he's already home. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. (laughs) But I already have uh, two other ones. (laughs) But, you know, and, and sometimes some, for whatever reason, you could have the nicest dog and it just takes a little bit longer for them to find their perfect forever home. So, you know, we just, we just got to keep on working and networking together. And like I said, at the beginning of this segment, it's always about teamwork and team effort because there are so many wonderful, reputable animal rescues and shelters across the United States that really want to do their part and help as many animals as we possibly can. And you are one of them, Kelly, and Animal Rescue Network of New England, you know, does a great job. And I appreciate you because recently you tried to help me here with the dog and, um, you know, just, just the support of one another and, saying that you, you know, reaching out that hand and hopefully to hold that paw (laughs) and saying that, you know, we're here if you need us is just an amazing feeling. And I know that other rescues feel the same way. And I know that you work with a lot of rescues up and down the coast. So, and across in California, I know that you have connections out there and I hope to talk to, um, you know, some of the people that you have across the country we'll bring them on and we'll talk about what it's like for them you know dealing with a rescue you know across the country and how to the whole process works that way as well so if you would just again kelly tell folks how they can reach out to you at animal rescue of new england network of new england and in case they're interested in any of the dogs that you have or the ones that are coming yes again the um instagram page is arnie underscore dog underscore rescue our facebook page is at arnie pets and then if you want to go on the web as well it's uh again if you're just um tuning in we've been talking with kelly kudak and she is on the board of directors for animal rescue network of new england she's also their adoption coordinator and she does all the administration work for dogs that are out of state because they're located in pelham new hampshire and if you're interested in any of the two dogs that we just talked about, I mean, there, she has many more available and more coming, but today we just wanted to feature a couple. Again, she has a beautiful hound mix. His name is Duke. He's about two years old, and we will make sure that somehow we get the photos of him up on Animal Talk, which is on Instagram. 
and also on Facebook. And maybe we can even get them featured up on uh, the All About Animals Radio Facebook page and, and Instagram. I'm sure that I'll talk with Gary about that so that folks can connect with you that way as well. And then if you are interested in any of the other dogs that she might have available, you can you know connect with Kelly through any of her social media sites. And who knows, maybe because of our show here at Adopt Don't Shop USA, you might adopt someone. And also, I didn't want to just um, skip over Buddy. She also has Buddy. He's a year-old German Shepherd Husky mix. That's a combination. He must be gorgeous. I can't wait to see his picture myself. And he's about a year old, so she said he's a little higher energy. I'm sure Duke the Hound mix is high energy, too. Um, and then also she has two more coming up soon uh ruby who i got the biggest kick out of <laughs> the staffy wow a mix i can't wait to see her so if again anybody's interested in either of those dogs or the other dogs that they have please reach out to us i'm going to give you my email as well if you're listening and you have a pen and paper ready it's animal talk 1920 at gmail.com Again, you can always reach out to us on, on any of our social media. Kelly, thank you so much for taking the time today to chat with us. And I hope to have you on again. And please keep us posted. Tell us that one of the dogs that we talked about today gets adopted from our new show here, Adopt Don't Shop USA. We will be so grateful. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much. And we just wanted to say one more thing. At the end of every show, we always ask folks to be able to help in any way that they can with any rescue or shelter that's nearby your home. You can always volunteer. You can take up a collection of simple things like newspaper. I know they always use newspaper in shelters, especially if they have small puppies and whatnot, because, you know, those puppies, <laughs> they need a, they need to keep their little pens clean while they're waiting uh, to be adopted. So you can volunteer, you can share. Sharing is so key on social media today. I mean, it's the way of the world. If you see a photo of an animal in need, please share it. You never know who's going to see it on the other end. You could always, you could be the person who makes that connection to that, you know, that beautiful animal finding its forever home. So please do that. Educate yourself. There's a lot of good information out there about, you know, what it's like to try to adopt a, a companion animal or, you know, train, if you need some training expertise, please make sure you're using reputable sites when you're looking up information uh, for animals, because I'm sure there's some information out there that's not the best as well. If you ever have any questions, if you're a rescuer or shelter that's listening out there, we would love to have you on and we will help you promote and share your adoptable animals. Please feel free to reach out to me. Again, I'm your host, Karen Kalunian, here at Adopt Don't Shop USA. You can always reach out to me at Animal Talk 19. That's on Instagram and Animal Talk 19 on Facebook. I hope you all have a great evening and we'll, hear, we'll be here next Tuesday again at 8 p.m. Have a great evening. Perfect.